Hello, you're listening to Spirit Life Teachings with T. Jason Price, founder of Power for Freedom Ministries. Check out full sermons, encouraging words, and more on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and website, all linked in our show notes. Now, here's T. Jason Price. And we'll get started. T. Jason Price, Power for Freedom Ministries, Spirit Life. Go to our website, pffministries.org. Everything you need to know is right on there. Freedom Journey, starting in January. We are in the first week. We just completed the first week of the Deliverance class. That's going amazing. We have three more weeks. Uh, If you didn't sign up, I believe you still can. I think I'm getting a look. You still can. Uh, It closes after next week. So this is it to join the part of that as well. And Sherry's on there and Angie. And so we're going to open in prayer and get started. Lord, help us tonight. Help us tonight, Father. Have our ears and our eyes open that we can really hear you. God, we ask that you would just reach in to the depths, the deepest parts of us. You would just remove any obstacles. And Father, we, we need your help. And we're asking you for your help to remove all bad teaching and hurts and wounds and jadedness and anything, God, that would stop us from hearing your word. It would stop us from growing and maturing to being developed into who you called us to be. Lord, we just pray that you would just come into our life. And Lord, uh, we know we pray these things and we ask you constantly to, Lord, just come into our life. But man, we really need you, Father. We really need you to come into our life and just remove all these things, every obstacle, every stuff, all the things we've gathered over the course of our life and just, we built walls. And Father, we need them taken down. So we ask you, to start the process, to help us go through with the growth in you and to really push in you with passion and desire and with all that we have. Father, we can't in our strength. Our our flesh is weak. We can't do it. But with you, God, all things are possible. So we are believing and praying and stand in faith for your miracle working power in our life with your help that we are able to get rid of all this stuff that has nothing to do with you that we may have our ears and our eyes fully open and focus on what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, so Michelle's on there. I won't be able to see all of you the whole time, but uh, my wife Jenny's on there. It's pretty uh, nice to see you guys on there tonight. So turn me to Luke 17, verse 6. Luke chapter 17, verse 6. Uh, and Actually, let's go to verse 5. We'll go to verse 5. Luke 17, verse 5. And the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you would say to the smallberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Now listen, we're going to talk about from 7 to 10 tonight. But which of you, having a servant plowing or tending sheep, would say to him when he's come in from the field, come immediately and sit down to eat? But will he not say to him, prepare something for me to eat and clothe yourself properly, serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you may eat and drink? And is he grateful to the servant because he did the things which were commanded? In this way you also, when you do all the things which are commanded of you, say, we are unworthy servants. We have done only that which we ought to have done. Wow, that's Strong wording, right? And I know some of you probably might be the first time you've ever heard this. So let's go over it and break it down and 
Let's apply it to our life and see what we can uh, learn and grow from out of these words from Jesus here. So he's given this example. We want to, they're asking, how do we grow our faith? And he said, if you had faith like a mustard seed, you could throw this tree into the ocean. Uh, you could uproot it. He says, but which one of you has a servant plowing or tending sheep would say to him when he comes in from the field, come immediately and sit down and eat. In other words, who would be the one in charge that would have someone working for you that as soon as the day is done, they would come in and sit down and eat first? He says, no, he says, but he'll say to him, prepare something for me, for the owner, for the one in charge to eat and clothe yourself properly. In other words, go get changed, get ready, serve me while I eat and drink. And afterward, you may eat and drink, right? The order would be uh, the owner would get first and then the servant, right? Second. Is he grateful to the servant because he did the things which were commanded? In other words, if you're looking at it from a boss employee uh, position here, like would the boss be like, wow, you're amazing. I got to give you all this credit because you're doing exactly what you're told to do. No, it's expected. And Jesus is our Lord. He's our King. We are his servants. So when we obey Jesus, when we obey God, what he tells us to do, you know, our attitude should be what verse 10 is. And say also, when you do the things which were commanded of you, say, we are unworthy servants. We have done only that which we ought to have done. In other words, we are doing what we're supposed to do. All right? A lot of us get messed up in ministry and get messed up in serving because you want the praises of men or the praise of people. Like you want attention. You want God to come down and pat you on the back, like tell you a great job. You know, we want all these things to... I don't know, make us feel like what we're doing is so valuable and so much more sometimes important than even God himself. You know, when we fast, we make sure we tell everybody we're fasting. If we go through something, we tell everybody we're going through something. You know, we, we put all of our stuff out there. And the Bible says that when you feed the poor, don't even let your right hand know what the left hand is doing. When you fast, you know, don't do it in front of everyone. When you pray, don't do it for attention because you have your reward. And Jesus is here saying, you know, the same thing, just a little bit, I think, deeper and more stern if you really look at it. Our job, when we are in the kingdom of heaven, we are servants. We are servants of Christ. He is our king. He is our Lord. We are servants. Our joy, our, uh, our attaboys, right? Our, wow, this is why we do this, is because it's an honor. It's a privilege. It is, you know... It just it can't even wrap your mind around out of everything in the universe, out of everything that's ever been. We're alive now, and God's granted us with this amazing gift to be able to serve Him. That should be our everything. The fact that we were lost and now we're not, right? We were in the muck and the mire, and God pulled us out of it. We all fall short. None of us are worthy of any of this, and yet God, in His mercy and grace, has called us and called us to do anything. It doesn't matter what it is. If he called you to do anything, it is an honor. It is a you're working for God, like you're you're serving the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You're you're part of you know the the kingdom of God. You're you're in. In other words, like you really have where God Himself is giving you instruction, and maybe the instruction is coming through the verses. Like you read your Bible and you know what you're supposed to. And maybe the Lord's speaking to you or the Holy Spirit's convicting you. But however He's gaining it to you. God himself would be the master here, and we are the servant. You're working for God. Like you, when you go to heaven, you know, you, you move on from this body, you go to heaven, you're working for God. We're not working for people, we're working for God. Well, I'm not full-time minister. That's not what I mean. If God tells you, 
you know, Holy Spirit leads you driving down the road and you see someone with a flat tire and you pull over and help them and the Holy Spirit leads you to pray for them, you're working for God. Like you're doing that for God and you don't need a reward of shouldn't I come in and have all these things and no, just the reward is you're, you're a servant of God. And somehow along the way, I don't know why, and I'm not saying everybody, but some of us have lost the just the simplicity, but it's not. I, I hate to use that word, but you know what I mean. The simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ in our life and the great honor that we serve him. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know him. There's a lot of people who were raised in different religions, different families, different kind of belief systems. There's a lot of people who don't believe in all the gifts of the Spirit or even believe in any gifts currently. You know, we are blessed. We are blessed to have families that, you know, pushed us any way you got there, but pushed you into where you you found the knowledge of Christ. You're blessed that you know the gifts. And if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching here on YouTube or Facebook, then you believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You believe in speaking in tongues. You believe in healing, deliverance, prophecy, signs and wonders. You believe in the fullness of it. That in itself, people, is a miracle. And I think a lot of us have taken for granted the fact that not everybody has this wonderful privilege of serving God. Not everyone around the world knows them. It's our hope they would. But there are people who do, who are deceived. They're in other religions. They're in other beliefs. They're, maybe they're in a form of Christianity, you know, but they deny the power of God. Like They're not really embracing everything. But we, and I'm not saying that we're right and everyone's wrong. I'm saying that we who know God and we who know the Holy Spirit and those who us uh, who flow in that and minister through that and, and receive him as Jesus, as our Savior and the Holy Spirit in the baptism, in our new birth, we're born again. We are blessed. We are blessed. So all the teachings on prophecy and deliverance and like the class we're doing now on deliverance, the one we just came from about prophecy and healing and signs and wonders, all this stuff that we can do is because we have the knowledge of God. In other words, because we have a Lord in our life, because we have a master, a king, and we are servants, our reward is that we're servants. Our reward is that we are his, you know, workmanship. Like we were his, I like the word property, but we're his in the sense of ownership. Like, you know, I think at some point in all of our lives, we, we, we kind of drift away from the great joy and the understanding of, wow, God knows me, right? God loves me. You ever see someone get a word uh, and they might not have gotten a word before or it's been a while and you see someone give them a word and it reads their mail. In other words, it's accurate and they know things and their eyes are watering. You know why? Because like God knows me, like he knows me. And if God, if nothing else ever happened, that right there, I mean, the God of the universe knows you. What does it matter who else knows you? What does it matter who else rewards you? What does it matter if, as the Bible says, you you gain the whole world, but you lose yourself, right? You, you've lost everything for it. Like, what does that stuff matter when you have God, the God of everything, right? Genesis 1, in the beginning, God, he knows you. He knows your name. You're working for him. Like, you're, you're his servant. He knows you. Like, okay, in this example, you get to come in from working, and he gets to sit down. And you get to bring him food, and you get to hang out with him, and you get to watch him eat, and you get to and, and serve him and take his food and bring it to him. What an honor. Not everyone gets this honor. And then you get to clean up the, you know, the, the food, and then you get to sit down and eat. You get to eat in his house. You get to eat where he ate. 
You get to work in his fields. You get to, to have your hand in what is valuable and important to him. You get to put your, you know, your effort into the things that matter to him. People, it is, it's an honor. It's a privilege. You know, when you're, when you're doing deliverance, you're, you're doing his work. When you uh, prophetic ministries, his work, healings, signs, wonders. When we lead someone to the Lord, right? It's not that, wow, look at us. It's, wow, what an amazing privilege that we got to lead someone to the Lord. Like we've got to represent Christ and lead someone to the Lord. How amazing is that? We don't, we don't need the publicity after. We don't need everyone to know, look at all that we're doing. It hurts my heart when I meet a Christian who you can tell does not have their self-esteem grounded in God. They do not have uh, their worth grounded in being a servant. And it hurts my heart because whatever people give you in a praise, whatever people could say to you that would make you feel like you've arrived, like make you feel like you're something, like, wow, great job. I saw you feeding that person or I saw you doing ministry. Wow, amazing job. You know, it... It saddens me because what of God have you missed in knowing him? Like what what did you miss and when you got born again? Like what what are you missing about the honor, the privilege, you know, the the great amount of, of glory that resides around you and who you're working for? How the anointing that's on you, how has any of that slipped your mind or your your conscience or your awareness and the praise of people seem to be bigger. Somewhere in there, I'd have to ask you, if we were having a conversation, how is that person more valuable's opinion to you, more valuable an opinion than God himself saying, you work for me, right? Like you're a servant. We were in a conversation the other day and someone brought up uh, church, right? And, and church attendance and people coming and they asked me my opinion about it. And I said, well, uh, I'm going there to church. Uh, if I'm going there to speak, I'm going there believing that I'm, I'm bringing what the Lord has for those who show up. And if I didn't, why would you go? You know. And if you know me, uh, my goal when I preach is to make it feel like I'm talking about you, which I'm, I'm trying to do now. Make this feel like it's for you. Because why would you tune in uh, either Facebook, YouTube, podcast to listen to me if you want to hear about someone else? It doesn't help you any. You want it to be for you. So when I preach or minister, uh, I try to you know, really hear from God what is for those who are listening. People say, oh, you're talking about me. I'm, well, I'm trying to. That's the, that's the point. When I read the Bible, uh, I put my name in the places where, you know, say you or the, I say, Jason, uh, the Lord is speaking to you because I, you know, it's, I want to mean something. I'm not changing scripture. I'm making it personal. Does that make sense? So, you know, when we're doing this and we talk about ministry and going back and forth, I believe that who showed up is who God called, who God has put on their heart, whether it's one, one million, it doesn't matter. The same passion, the same excitement, the same God's doing something should be in you because you're doing it for God. You're doing it for God. I understand we want growth. I get all that. But we're doing this for God. And so if God's called 100 people to come and only 50 of them respond, that's not on you. But what is on you is, man, serve God like a servant that has honor and, and, and a reverence and just an, an, an all of God is using me for anything. What I, I don't, you don't need to credit. You don't need all this stuff. Just say, God, 
thank you that you use me for anything. If there's one here, I will preach the same as if there were a hundred here. If you're teaching children, teach a child if there's one there and if there was a million there, uh, right? If you're doing ministry, doing helps, if you're doing anything, do it like, you know, God's watching you. Do it like you're doing it unto him. Make that table for him for his food. You know, clean it up like you're cleaning up for God. And at the end of it, you say, uh, we're just, you know, unworthy servants. We've done only what we ought to do. Be thankful that you're a servant. Be thankful. Like, tell God, thank you for what? For, for calling me, for having me do anything in the kingdom. Literally anything in the kingdom. Our responsibility is not is not how people respond to what we do or who shows up or who doesn't show up or who's, uh, you know, who's happy or not. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to make sure that you're working for the master, the king, Jesus, right? We are working and you are in an attitude of thankfulness, of, of just appreciation, of honor, of, of just a, a, wow, I can't believe God's using me. God's using me. And I want to remind you, God, you know, it's not everyone who's being used by God because, you know, some people have a chip on their shoulder. Some people uh, carry an attitude. Some people didn't get enough attaboys or enough attention. And, you know, they get upset and it's, it's just weird or, or people don't respond the way they want. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> we're doing this for God. We're, we're, we're not doing this for people. We're doing this for God. I mean, yes, it affects people. But ultimately, all ministry, everything we do, we do unto what? the Lord. We do everything as unto the Lord, because that's who we work for in that sense. That's who we gave our life to. That's who we said, Lord, I'm yours. I want you to be my savior, my Lord, my king. I want you to, to take, and, and this is my words, take, take ownership of who I am. Do with my life as you will. I want to be your vessel. I want to be a servant. And if you call me the mow de grass, I'm going to be the happiest grass mower you've ever seen because I'm working for God. That should be our attitude. And that's why I have such a problem with, you know, people when they're doing ministry, especially this deliverance ministry stuff where they're putting a camera on people and they're showing everybody what they're doing. Come on. You, you don't need that. Just go help somebody. Turn the camera off and help. Now, I know. I've been in ministry. Some things happen with cameras on. Sometimes words happen. Deliverance, I understand that. I'm not taking away from that. But you don't purposely go out there with a mindset of marketing and proving to people what God has in you. And this is where I want to end and, and share a little bit of a heart with you here for a minute. Listen, if you need people to validate what God's doing in your life, if you need people to feel like you're listening to God, if you need people to make you feel like you're on the right path with God, you got to slow down. Stop. Stop that. Get out of that. That's dangerous. That's a me, 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 look at me, me, me kind of thing. Get out of that. I know. Now, listen, I got to add this because I know that people that God has called, people do look at them. Do you know why? Because your gift will bring you or put you in front of kings and queens or in front of great men. So the gift of God is attractive and people are going to look at you. People are going to want to hang out with you. I'm not, not, you can't stop that because that is growing in a favor of the Lord and in a favor of man. And Jesus grew in that. That happens. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where you feel like you don't have worth. You feel like what you do in ministry doesn't matter. Like there's, there's not enough people recognizing you and therefore something's wrong. No. The only person you need to worry about 
recognizing you or telling you what you are doing is right is God. That's it. Is God. That's where your heart needs to be. You don't need all this stuff. And I want to tell you something. Back in the 1900s, I love saying it that way. Back in the 1900s, when ministry, when I was uh, first coming into ministry, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have uh, cell phones back in the very beginning, right? They were just starting to come out and, and different things. So you only had the evidence of the call in your life of who showed up from hearing basically word of mouth or believe it or not, newspapers. You would advertise in newspapers or small magazines. Now, TV evangelists, but they were not every everybody because you had big money to get on TV. Now, social media, I mean, you can do it for free. Thank God, you know, I can reach you tonight for free. You can just turn on your uh, Facebook or YouTube podcast. You can hear us, which is awesome. Such a blessing. But don't let that, don't let this, all this social media, don't let that become something that you're going to use to to validate or uh, to to strengthen that you're doing what you're called to do. In other words, that that you are a servant that is worthy of it. No, we we are we are unworthy servants. We are simply doing what we are told or ought to be doing. Like we're this is our call, but it's not a bad thing. And I want you to really get to where you can see that being in verse ten. All that we've done, when you did all the things which are commanded of you, say, we are unworthy servants. We have done only that which we ought to have done. I want you to say it and be proud. I want you to say it, and I don't care if anyone hears you. If no one ever hears you, God does. He hears you. What you do in secret, he sees and he rewards, right? We're not doing this for the reward, but God knows your heart. God knows your heart. And if your motive is anything outside of being a servant for God, you are going to get hurt. You're going to get disappointed. You're going to get frustrated. And you're going to give people entirely too much power over your life. They're going to have the ability to crush you. They're going to have the ability to make you believe God's not with you. Attendance, if you have a church or a ministry, if you're working with youth or whatever, attendance will make you think, Oh, well, I guess people don't like me. YouTube videos, uh, the, the amount of, of subscribers or who watch it or Facebook, let me look on here, uh, the amount of comments or those who are on it, you'll say, oh, there's only so-and-so people watching tonight. I guess there's no value or, oh, there's not that many comments and, you know, I guess no one liked it and you go beat yourself up. And listen, we can all be guilty of it because humanity can be rough and emotions can be rough. I get that. But in the heart of the heart of the heart of the heart, deep down inside, None of this matters. What matters is when you're done doing ministry, you're, you're done working with kids, mowing the grass, stopping on the side of the road, uh, supporting, uh, sharing a video, whatever it is God called you to do, there should be this sense, I have done what a servant has been asked or is required to do. And you, you, you put your shoulders back and you be proud of yourself. And you say, you know what? I'm obeying God because I love him. I'm pursuing them because I love them. I'm happy to do anything at all in the kingdom of God because I love them. I don't care if anyone knows my name. I don't care if I ever get famous. I don't care if everyone knows me. I don't care what anyone says because I know this. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Jesus knows who I am. He lives in me. The Holy Spirit lives in me. I've got worth. I've got self-esteem. I've got purpose. 
I've got more than I can even understand. You don't need self-help. You don't need to go to motivational stuff. You don't need any of that. There's, there's nothing wrong with it, I guess, but that's not where your self-esteem, your worth, your change, your, your power to produce something better in your life comes from. It comes from the understanding that Jesus Christ loves you, died for you, rose from the grave, has given you a way into being redeemed from what was lost, back into the good graces of the Father, going to heaven, gave gifts unto men and women, has given you a purpose and a calling. Now, if that's not motivational speaking, if that's not enough self-help, if that's not enough you know, drive to get you moving, then there, you, there's something, check your pulse, there's something going on in you. You need to get a uh, an increase of life and passion back into you because that is everything. That is everything. It's everything. It's not what uh, some person you're you're paying or they're doing this you know thing that everyone's giving money to them and they're going to help you make a better you. Christ makes a better you, right? Jesus makes a better you. That's what makes a better you is in us we don't have the power, but through Him I can do all things through Christ. That that's that's your confidence. That's your self esteem. That's your worth. You you don't you don't need all that stuff. You need time in Scripture. You need time with the Lord. You need time in prayer. You need to hang out with strong Christians, strong uh, believers who will say to you, "Hey, uh, you've got more than you understand. You're you're the house. You're the tabernacle. You're the the house of the Holy Spirit on earth. Like you are the church. You are the whole reason uh, that we have church. Like this is all because God reaching." Uh, through Jesus into uh, where we are now in 2023, but all the time too, but in 2023, to, to grab you out of the hand of the enemy, to the, the, the pull you out of that junk so that you can serve him. I mean, think about it. So you can serve him. That that right there, just let that sink in. Tonight, you know, when you go to sleep, say, man, I, I am enabled. Like, I have the ability to serve God. I can serve God. Nobody can stop me. I can serve God. I can pray for people right here. I, I can read my scripture. I can do. No one can take that from you. You don't need permission to pray for people right there in your house right now. You can start praying. Think about your family. Think about your friends. Start praying for them. You you can do it. And where's the reward? The reward is you're a servant of God. That's your reward, right? You can text someone. You can call them. You can Facebook them. You can you can do all this stuff and just say, Hey, the Lord. What's the reward? The Lord, that's your reward. That's your, well, what if no one gives me credit? Who do you need credit more than Jesus himself? I mean, who? How many Facebook likes? How many, you know, subscribers? How many of all that? How many do you need to, to, to finally have that lift? And, and listen, I'm going to tell you, that kind of stuff is just like sin. It's never enough. And what's enough today won't be enough tomorrow. And what's enough tomorrow will not be enough the next day. Sin, sin's appetite is never satisfied. Never. It starts off and it feels like, well, this is all I need. It never ends there. Sin has no end. And eventually, sin, the wages of sin, lead to death. Right? But those who are in Christ, who the Son sets free, are free indeed. We don't, we don't lead to death. Jesus came to give life and give life more abundantly. Ours leads to more Jesus, more abundant in life, more more fulfillment in life. Because in Jesus, there is no end in your self-esteem, in your worth, in your confidence, in your value, in the reason you're here. Like that's that's what you want to press into. You just want to press into that. 
you know, or, you know, we use marketing. Absolutely. We want to get the gospel out to everyone we can, to every person we can, to as many people as can you can get to hear the gospel. I want you to reach as many people as you can reach for the gospel as well. Do, you know, use your social media, use stuff you got, get the word out there, tell people about Jesus, spread the good news, right? But if no one responds, if no one gives you hearts and, and loves and thumbs up or whatever it is, relax. Because who you're doing it for knows what you've done. And he knows why you've done it. And he, he is the one that should make your heart melt. You give a prophetic word, it's not so everyone can look at you like how great you are. It's so you can look at the Lord and say, I was a faithful servant. I, I did what you told me to do. You lay hands on someone, it doesn't matter if they fall down. It doesn't matter if all this stuff happens. You want to look at Jesus and say, thank you that I had an opportunity to be a servant for you. Obviously, we want people to be healed and delivered and words to be accurate and people's lives to change. I know, I'm not taking away from that. But on the personal part, the, the emotional, the self-esteem part, the, the worth of a person, what should matter to you more than anything and what will build your faith It'll increase your faith because this is part of the answer to the apostles. What will increase your faith is getting this understanding. I am working for God. And as I see that manifestation, as I realize who I'm working for, you will grow closer to him. As you feed him, you know, serve his meals, as you do these things, you will grow closer because you'll know him. You'll know things, what he likes, what he doesn't like. You'll learn about who, who your Lord is. And the more you learn about him, the more your faith will increase because as he increases, your faith increases because he increases. And next thing you know, you'll wake up one day and you'll say, man, all of a sudden, I, I've got self-esteem. I've got worth. I, I, don't, I don't need all this stuff. If I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to put it in the kingdom. If I'm going to spend my time, it's going to be in the kingdom. If I'm going to spend my energy, it's going to be in the kingdom. But here's one thing I want to make sure that all of you do. Uh, and myself included, and keep a reminder of this. In the end of it all, when you've done the things which you were commanded of you, say this in your heart. We are unworthy servants. We have done only that which we ought to have done. And thank the Lord for that. That's why I open this up in a prayer saying, help us, help us, Lord, help us. Get this stuff out of us, this jealousy and envy and need for attention. Oh, this garbage. Get it out. Here's what we want. We want an attitude that I don't care if no one ever knows because I didn't do it for them. I did it for you. I did it for the Lord. And I'll give my life to you. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I'll give my life to you. And God, if you want to promote that, if you want to pursue that in growth, if you want to uh, put favor on my life if you want to bring into those. God, that's, you know what, thank you. But my heart's going to stay grounded. And I'm doing this for you. So wherever you go to church this week, Sunday, uh, it doesn't matter who shows up, how many people, you are there for God and you worship God. And you give it your everything because you're doing it for him. Right. If you're helping in your Sunday school class, if you're mowing the grass, if you're 
uh, Facebook, if you have a podcast, whatever you're doing, and you say, well, maybe I don't do any of that. Well, then text someone, call someone, just tell them the good news of the gospel, pray with someone, help someone, bless someone, whatever it is, but just keep this in the back of your, your mind so it's in the forefront of your heart, right? Let it come out of your heart by placing it solid in your mind, right in the, the back part of the foundation of your mind, stick it right in there, real solid, so it abundance of your heart, and this comes out of your mouth. I am a servant of God. The reward is I am a servant of God. Amen? All right. So let me pray with you, uh, and uh, we'll hop off here again. I'll be in Windsor on Friday and Sunday. We just got done the first week of the deliverance class. Uh, go to website pffministries.org. Freedom Journey starts in January. And for those of you who have partnered with the ministry and you're saying, where's that email? I know. Uh, I just wanted to remind myself to remind you, and I did. Uh, that's coming out soon. We had some things we had to work out there, but you can partner with the ministry uh, by going to the webpage. You can also donate there as well on the website. Uh, and we want to just continue to thank you as you bless this ministry and you share these videos and you are just helping us get the word out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me pray with you about uh, being an unworthy servant and the joy, the honor, the reward that that really, and I pray you get it, it really is a foundation of understanding of self-esteem, worth, and value and all those things because you are working for God. It's amazing. Amen? Father, we thank you for tonight. We pray, Lord, that you would open you know, our eyes, our ears, that we would hear this, that we would hear your word, that you would help us, you know, just get rid of all this stuff, that we may understand it doesn't matter about all the things, the, the, the luster, the, the appeal of this world. It doesn't matter. What matters, Father, is that our heart gets to a position where we say to you, we simply done what we were told to do. We simply have done what we were told to do. And that is enough for us. Because you love us. You know us by name. You have rescued us. Some of us from horrible things, God. Our horrible past, you've rescued us from. And we just want to thank you, first and foremost, for everything you've done. And second, Lord, we repent if we've ever gotten an attitude where being your servant is not enough. It's more than enough. It's more than we'll ever understand. And thank you for enabling us to be able to be your servant. Thank you for the price you paid. We thank you for signs and wonders and healings and deliverance and prophecy. Lord, we, we thank you for the gifts. But God, may it be deep in our heart, planted in the foundations of our mind, that we are your servants. What an honor. What a privilege. You are so good to us. We love you, Father. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I see a couple more people online, CJ and Donna. and uh, It's good to see some of you and Sherry. I know I didn't get all of you, but I appreciate it. And So listen, if you're in the area, again, join us Friday. Uh, join us Sunday. And again, go to our website, pffministries.org, for everything you need to know about what we're doing. Remember, it is an honor. It is a privilege to be a servant of God. Amen. Amen. God bless. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of PFFM Spirit Life Teachings. If you have any questions or comments, need prayer, or just want to reach out, please call or text 717-537- 
pffm or email us at info at pffministries.org. God bless.